0: Welcome to the Being Fearless podcast. In this podcast, we work on facing our fears so we can live our best lives. There's always going to be a voice inside you saying you can't. I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. I'm your host, Jackie Robbins. I'm a confidence coach, an ulcerative warrior, a Star Wars nerd, dog mom, and a fitness enthusiast with a cupcake problem. It's okay to be scared. It anyway. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of the podcast. I gotta be honest, um, I just basically turned on the microphone and I'm not really sure where this is going to go, so could be fun. Hopefully I don't have squirrel brain, you never know. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> Evidently I wasn't ready. Um, But you know what? This is real life. So at the time I am recording this podcast, it is pretty early (laughs) on May the 4th. And you guys know I'm a giant Star Wars nerd. So May the 4th be with you. It's going to be about two days late because this doesn't come out for another two days. Um, But I wanted to do a podcast in real time. A lot of times when I interview my guests, I don't um, air them the week they happen, um, just because sometimes I do like a couple in a row. Whatever, you don't need to know the logistics. Anyway, it is May the 4th. It is, I don't know, do we call it a national Star Wars holiday? I guess I do. So in preparation for May the 4th, I wa- rewatched all of the Star Wars movies, except for Solo. I didn't get to Solo. I'm a little bit sad about that, um, but I basically have watched... Nine movies in seven days, and I'm super excited because the new movie drops on Disney Plus tonight, so I'll be watching that. Um, So yeah, that's been kind of a fun week. What is a big bummer is I normally do a Star Wars marathon with my dad every year, and obviously because we are in quarantine, I can't do that. So I did it by myself. And that was okay too. Um, Piper sort of enjoyed it, but I got to be honest, she really doesn't like wookies. And every single time like a bunch of like weird animals or wookies and ewoks and stuff show up, she hurls herself at the TV. I don't know if any of your dogs do that, but mine does. She's kind of a psycho. Um, anyway, so yes, May the 4th be with you. Originally this week, I was going to try to have my mom on the podcast because I thought it would be a fun thing for Mother's Day. And I got to tell you, obviously I'm biased, but my mom's a badass. Like, she really is. And I thought about doing a Zoom call with her, but I think she gets a little stressed out about um, what's, <laughs> what's going on, so I didn't want to stress her out. But I want to tell you just a little bit about my mom because she is a badass. So my mom opened her own business at 19 years old. And some of you listening are probably like, oh my God, that's so young. And I've, you know, I've asked her... M- multiple times, you know, how did you figure out how to do this? And her answer is super simple. She wanted it enough, so she just went out to do it. And I was like, oh my god! And she's a seamstress. She opened a shop um, at 19 years old called the Golden Needle. She still technically goes under that name. This woman makes curtains, drapery. She can make all the things. She's actually made me, um, a Star Wars pinup dress, which is absolutely beautiful. She doesn't love doing clothes. Um, but every once in a while I can get her to make something for me. But when I think about that, I'm just like, I don't know what I wanted to do at 19 years old. I actually know that's not true. I think I still wanted to be an actress. I think I still wanted to be the next Princess Leia. Um, that didn't happen, but that's okay. Um, but I'm always like really in awe of the fact that she learned how to sew. She loved it so much. She opened a business, and not only did she open a business, she opened a successful business. And I, I Like, that's badass to me. And then, of course, you know, she gets married. She has the kids. And, I mean, I grew up watching my mom hustle. She would get up with us kids at, like, 6 o'clock in the morning. And she wasn't going to bed till like, after 11. And she would do it every day. And she worked from home, which, you guys, a lot of us are working from home right now. There is a struggle that I'm seeing across the board. Now, I don't have children. So I don't know what it's like to homeschool or anything like that. But I know for years, my mom used to tease us because we would get home from school and we'd be like running down into her workshop and be like, I'm bored. I need this. Take me here. Can you do that? And a lot of times she would do that. Like she'd bring us to our friend's house. She'd do that. And She didn't love this, but it was like party central after school at our house because in high school, my mom was the one that was home and she would rather have us hang out at a place that she was. So there were people around all the time and I look back at those moments and I'm like, holy shit, how did you do this? You know... A lot of people are talking right now about how much respect they have for teachers and what they do all day. And I don't know why this is news. Teachers have a hard job and no, they do not get paid enough. But all of a sudden, everybody has to be homeschooling their children and doing all these things. And they're like, Oh my God, you need to give teachers a raise. How did you guys not already know that? Like that baffles me a little bit um but i think right now we're all just sort of struggling through You know, this quarantine Good. life, um, they just extended it. I'm in Massachusetts. Brittany, it's extended Tom, till May 18th. Sort of I'm not generally a pessimistic person, to, um, but you have to you open up the world in phases. Care, so I think we have longer than this. And there are so many things being canceled that care options it's hard to that know how you easy. should feel and so how you're supposed to be showing up. And here's the thing. There is no blueprint on how to do this. Nobody's written a book on this is what you should do during a pandemic. Um, There's nothing have, out there that can help for, us get through it. it. Like and it's going to Carolina's look different for thing. everybody. Are you aware of that? So I wanna tell you guys something. Okay. Um, Are you going to going into questions? this quarantine Um, I was really struggling with my Uh, body. I was struggling with looking in the mirror and tearing myself down Um, and feeling fat and calling myself names. Um, I was really struggling with my body. And then the first week of quarantine, I see nine million and and one memes about this is what I look like after I eat all my quarantine snacks in a day, I can't stop going to Don't the fridge or like something to that effect. And then everybody started talking about the COVID-19 and I'm using air quotes because okay, that's the, the 19 CDC actually means poundage here. Like, home? you know how you have the freshman 15? Well, yeah. this is like the COVID-19. Okay, so and I just thought to so- myself, you may I don't want to come program. out of quarantine so 19 pounds heavier. I don't want to eat now. the snacks. I don't want to numb my feelings in food. I want to like channel this energy and just, well, right now, I kind of inadvertently worked on my body CPC image CPC issues because you your I was hours, able to be at so home so I could make whatever choice I wanted, whether on it on be healthy day. and not healthy. And don't get me wrong, you yes. guys, there have been some unhealthy choices. Like a couple of weeks ago, what I nurse? was having a day and I ordered a dozen whoopie pies. Okay. And I'm not going to lie, I'm not sorry about that because I love cake and I'm not going to eat it's them in the one CDC day. Program. I'm going to like spread is them Tara out. Your nurse um, with one care though. But in general, like from Tempest? if you think about what's going on with your nutrition, okay. are you eating foods that are going to help your body or are they going to make you feel like crap? Cuz I know for me whenever I like you know, binge a bag of chips right, or something like that. I kind of something. feel um, shitty um, later, right and I wanted to stop the feeling the that way. way. Not only did I want um, to stop feeling that way, I wanted no. to just stop looking oh, in honey, the mirror and cry. being don't like, get this. "You're a fat cow." Um, I'm All right. Maybe, to maybe I didn't say that, that to myself, right, but I'm not nice to myself. I you I really do enjoy, and I use that word very very loosely and sarcastically. Standing in front of the mirror, turning to the side, and then just deciding like what's going on with my cellulite and my rolls okay. and all of this stuff okay, so and also the truth is my body McAllister. is amazing my body has been through so much and i am not a fat person i don't know why i keep telling myself this so it's like an old story that just, replays in my head and then a couple of weeks ago probably two hours maybe about a week she, and a half something shifted okay. something shifted where I just stopped focusing on all the crappy parts of my body and started looking in the mirror and being like, Hey, there's a muscle you you didn't have anymore. Oh my God. Like your abs are getting, you know, so fit because you're doing extra workouts. Like I started really complimenting my body and I have to say one of the things that is getting me through quarantine. Did you have a stroke? Is running. I have been running like a mother. I did a virtual 15K last week. I've actually signed up for two more races. I'm running, I would say, every two or three days, and I'm finding it incredibly therapeutic and a way for me to just get out of my head. And I think by finding something that I love and I can go out and do, I also think that the amount of cardio I'm doing probably helped my body shed maybe that like stuff that okay. I was holding on to, poundage I guess, um, no, but no, here's listen, the thing, it's okay. you can't hate you, yourself into a better body, this, I found that the more I was like sure hating I'm my body and hating my body, do, the worse right? I felt it about it, fly, and the fatter I saw myself in the, fails, the mirror, and please don't judge me here, because I know we all go through this, and I know you guys think I'm like harping on calling myself fat, and it's not that I'm calling myself fat all the time, but I'm looking in the mirror and not loving what is happening and I've always struggled with these body image issues I'm just going to go back to my mom for a second because I forgot to say this my mom was amazing growing up that woman advocated for me during my ulcerative colitis journey Hell, she still does. And I can't tell you how many times I would be on Prendazone, and she would just tell me how beautiful I I was. It it didn't matter the size that I was. And she was just such a loving person that I look back on those times, and it's hard to believe that I have, you know, these issues because... You know, I grew up with such a loving environment that just accepted me, and she always did. She was just so great for everything, and I wouldn't have gotten through any Um, of this without her. So, all right, small tangent. Anyway, I think a lot of people use eating as a coping mechanism. I think... For me, I've used eating as a coping mechanism where I feel sad. I'm going to go eat. I I feel happy. Let's go celebrate by eating something. And I decided to switch that and not feel like I was going to eat all the snacks in the land, especially because we can't just go out. Like, we're trying to limit the times we go out. So if you have, like, I don't know, let's say four bags of chips for two weeks, you need to make them last. For two weeks or whatever, like, and I think in my head I thought to myself, no, "Well, honey, if you eat all your isn't. snacks now, Here's you're going to be gonna sad." Do, so by like stretching them out, I think it helps me a little partner. bit. And talk to her um, about. Um, but I just want to encourage on. everybody to not I'm eat as a coping mechanism. Um, to call you back eat the morning. food that fuels we'll your body and, and we'll I mean, do what, what feels good do. and don't and shame if yourself if you do decide to eat seven whoopie pies. I mean, listen, I'm here for it. Um, but you can't, program, you can't hold it okay. over your head. Please don't cry because I But here's the other thing that I think this, people okay? are really struggling with we with this, this quarantine Let's life foc- it's not just here's eating you all the things. Um, I feel like right I'll now the there work, are so many people we'll on social morning media and the news okay? and all of that stuff. Telling you what okay. you should right. be doing, and this past weekend I actually right. did a, a virtual day. personal development seminar with Rachel Hollis, and I think one of the funniest mm-hmm. things she it's said okay. all day my was, name is "Stop shooting all over yourself." And I wacky, had to laugh see, I because I made you smile. <laughs> I've been feeling like I should be doing more a lot. You're welcome. Should. I will talk to you tomorrow morning. I was talking to one of my besties, okay, and bye. I was just like. I haven't been writing, then I started a, pro- a writing project, I hated it, I scrapped it, I should be writing, and da-da-da-da-da, and she just bluntly pointed out to me, just because we're in a pandemic... Quarantined at home doesn't mean this is the only opportunity for you to do things. Like everybody is going through a wave of emotions all the time. And for me, my should looked like you should write your entire book. Like you should finish your book by the time this comes out. And for whatever reason, that wasn't feeling good to me. So I wasn't doing it. But there's a lot of things that I think you guys are you know, looking at like, my house should be clean. My kids should be learning more. Um, I, I don't know. I can't think of all the shoulds for you. But whatever the should is for you, where you keep saying like, I should be doing this. I should be doing that. Why? Just because we're in quarantine. There's a lot going on. Like There's so much fear running around and it's driving us. And you get to decide what's true for you. You don't need to listen to anybody else. Like you need to decide what's true for you. And then if it is something that you want to do, then you need to figure out how to make it happen. So like for me, I don't necessarily need help in the motivation department. Like I'm known as a pretty motivated girl. I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. Like if I say I'm going to do something, if you've known me long enough, you know that I am going to do it. And years ago, that was not true. Years ago, I would be like, I'm I'm going to run a half marathon. And I would talk about it. Talk. Oh, actually, I never said that out loud. When I did say that out loud, I actually did it. um, But I'm going to use this as an example because my brain is not giving me another one. But, like, I I would be the person that would be like, oh, actually, let's use the diet thing. On on Monday, I'm going to start my diet. I'm going to not eat carbs for a week. I'm going to do a juice cleanse. I'm going to do all these things. And never, ever, ever would I do it. I was breaking promises to myself like left and right. I would never do it. So here's the thing. If you're going to declare you want to do something, there's not going to be like this magic wave of motivation that comes over you. What you need to do if you want to do something new is you need to create good habits. If you want to exercise four days a week, then you need to put in your schedule. These are the days. These are the duration. This is when I'm doing it. And you just have to do it. And then you have to do it consistently. And all of a sudden, it's not about motivation anymore. It's just about like, well, this is what I do this is what I do. So my advice, if you want to be doing some of your shoulds, um, is you need to create some different habits. Like right now, our home is our office, our playroom, our entertainment room, our exercise room, our restaurant, if you will. And you need to Give a little bit of structure to that because everything feels like so lax and weird. And my suggestions are pretty simple. Make a schedule. If you're working at home, so I work 7.30 to 5, then from 7.30 to 5, I am working. Obviously, I have a lunch scheduled in there. Figure out what you want to do on lunch. Um... And then after, decide, like, okay, I need to do my workout. My workout's going to be from 5 to 5.30 or whatever time it is. And then schedule out the things that are important to you. Um, I've always scheduled out, like, when I do my podcast. And you guys, I love doing my podcast. But I still put it in a schedule to make sure that I have one that drops for you every Wednesday because... First of all, I thrive on consistency and I need that date. But if something's important to you, you're going to put it in your calendar and you're going to get it done. And if it's not important to you, then I mean, if you're if you're telling yourself you want to do something and you're consistently not, I'm going to give you the cold hard truth here. It's not that important to you. Like it's just not. And I think that's sort of how I felt recently about writing. And that's actually not true. It's just that it's a new thing and I didn't really like shift my mindset into yes, I definitely want to do this. And I think part of it was really overwhelming um, because it's always overwhelming. So again, here's more advice. Um, Focus on one thing. When you want to go through your should list, focus on one thing because I think the reason people end up not sticking with things is because they come up with all the things that they want to do and then that's just not an achievable thing. So, If you want to work on creating new habits, I highly recommend making a schedule. I also just want to side note this, guys. Get up and take a shower and put on real clothes. I know we're all loving the sweatpants and the leggings and this, that, and the other thing. But sometimes it just feels good and it'll boost you. If you get up, take a shower, wash your freaking hair. Uh, Yep. Talking to myself right now, actually, because it's been like three days. And just put on real clothes and just, I don't know, act like a human. (laughs) Like it's going to make you feel better. But again... We're in a really weird time, and that's why I wanted to just come here and sort of give more of my thoughts and stuff like that. I got to be honest, I have totally embraced virtual life. (laughs) what i mean by that I'm is sorry, like i'm signing up for fresh. virtual races yeah. races i may not have been able to go oh to boy. but now that i have the opportunity to do it but again is not good. <laughs> i need to schedule that in if it's important to me because I mean, right, if you sign up for a 15k let I mean, start there and then sure nobody's gonna you know if you don't do it system. but i'm gonna know and i need to go out and you know figure out how to do that so i think like signing up for these races has been really cool for me i've been listening to a ton of can, live music there's so many people like that are offering their I music free you guys you can actually watch the grand old opry with their guests on saturday nights i mean i was actually seeing recently that the new Whoa. season of american idol is okay. all done from home what, and virtually which i'm not an idol fan um like she does but that's cool um I've done some personal development seminars. I did a running retreat. Like there are so many virtual things you can do. I've been doing zoom calls with my friends or at least checking in with them. Like that's the okay, other so thing too. If you're sitting at home and you're lonely greasy. and you need something to do um, and check in with a friend a and be job. like, Hey, how's it going? Um, and just like reach out to people if you need them. Like I live alone. I don't have other people. So I find myself texting with my friends. I have weekly dates with my friends. Like We need that human interaction. So you need to do what you need to do to get through this. And I think for me, each weekend I try to schedule something fun to do maybe that's a seminar maybe that's listening to live music hell maybe that's my star wars marathon which the other day on a friday hold on because it was original trilogy day and i booked that day to literally watch movies all day and do you think i felt bad about it no the thing we can't because just that's what I wanted gender. to be doing. We have to So work with them try first. not to focus on all of these. I should works. be doing. I should we be doing. I should be doing about, um, and start like, focusing on the things that are gonna going to make you on. feel so good because then Ken some of the other off things off are going to fall in place sure Ken's back tomorrow. and you're not going to feel so crazy and out of control. And for me, maybe you're going to stop looking in the mirror and hating your body. When did you Because you're literally making all your decisions all the time, and I don't even think that made sense. On the 29th, all right, scratch that, whatever. Okay, moving on <laughs> so that I'm not on a tangent because I wanted to make okay. this a quickie episode for you guys. Right now, we're all scared of the unknown, and there are people out there that are probably more scared okay. than others. Why do you, I don't why know is what the um, unemployment rate is. But I know it's huge. I know that some businesses may come out of this and will actually not come out of this because we're not – they're not able – they're not – How can I put this? Some businesses are just not going to come Um, out of this because they have been closed for so long that they don't have the capital or whatever you call it to get through this. And I think that sucks. It absolutely sucks. I wish there was something better I I could say about that one. But here's what I do know: Just pull a vendor. You have always figured it out. You have have made it through 100% of your bad days. So if you you are that person who has been laid off or lost your job, first of all, um, I am so sorry. I am so sorry. And you want to throw yourself a pity party and cry it out, scream it out, whatever you need to do. Yes. But then look at it differently and decide, okay, what can I do right now to work on my future? And maybe that means you learn a new skill or you look at what's out there. Maybe it's a job you didn't even like you guys that you lost and you're mourning a job that you didn't like. Guess what? Now's the time to do something that you like. Um, I don't know that, if you can hear um, this, but my phone is wicked distracting her in the other and room. And we'll voice ringing, concerns, so that's awesome. Anyway. With you, okay? All right. I'm going to wrap this but up right now. We can't change a vendor about fear. A lot of what we fear will never happen. And you know what? It's okay to have negative emotions. You just need to remember Well, let's see that we can work not everything vendor, okay? you think is true. I mean, all I've right, thought some pretty absurd, absurd things. Um, And I did hear this on the personal development seminar and I want to leave you with this because I think it's fun. Um, I think it was Ed Milette, who's pretty awesome. I listen to his podcast all the time, but he was talking about how uncertainty, uncertainty actually leads to happiness. And his example was, think of a little kid. Think of when you were a little kid. Did you give a crap? Did you fear the unknown? No. Everything was exciting to you. You were just doing things and experiencing new things. And you were just blissfully happy until whatever age life hit you. And it was like, ooh, I'm supposed to be scared of this. And don't do this. And don't do that. And then life kind of slowly knocked you down. Instead of looking at this time of you know, the unknown and being scared of it, maybe we just embrace the uncertainty and try to look for all the good things. I mean, I know for me, I may still have hated my body if I wasn't home for the past two months and could really focus on not feeling like that and being at home and being happy with my dog when I'm working I definitely wouldn't have ran this much if I was going into the office. A lot of my runs I do on my lunch and I go out, I do a quick three miles or something and I come back and I can't do that when I'm at work. I also repainted my kitchen because the color that I picked last year didn't complement the room. It wasn't awful, but I would have never repainted my kitchen if I wasn't just home doing whatever and I think that if we look at this time as a blessing instead of a curse it might help us get it through it more um I feel like I rambled Uh, I hope that something that I said today resonated with you and stuck with you because I really am passionate that We can come out of this stronger. I I understand that this is unknown and there are people that are truly struggling, but we are all struggling in our own manner. And... Don't diminish your struggle okay. because so somebody else is struggling harder than you. Was this is not, not a competition. Agency. And I was like, all right, let's slow down. And, and I think part on. of my and message has always time, been, knowledge, he's- you guys know, yes. my motto yes. is be scared, do it anyway. Yeah. And it's okay to be scared. Yeah, it's what's not okay Mondays. is if okay. you use so that fear he's he's to stand still. Satisfied Don't stand still. Go out. Do something, try something new, have fun with it, try to find the joy in it, get creative. I mean, there's some weird shit that I've done. Like I've pranced around in a dress and vacuumed my house. Like weird shit is going on and that's okay. Embrace the weird, embrace the uncertainty because we are going to get through this. We're going to come out of it stronger. Um, And I bet you our core values change because we're gonna realize what's really important. Is she the same person that- I hope you enjoyed this podcast. Really hope I made sense. <laughs> if you did enjoy the podcast, please, please, please tell okay, a friend. Leave short? me a five star review. Um, That's how my rating okay. goes up, so um, and more people will be able to van. search, um, and I'll come up quicker if that makes sense. But he also anyway, said that she was fearless. Friends, really guiding him. Have like like a wonderful week, to and him remember, him and he was be like, scared. "Why is she even there? Do so it anyway." He's really